I need to know everything Who and the what and the where I need everything Trust me, I hear what you're saying But act like it's new what you're telling me I'm curious, George I hop in the Porsche Five and a horse I'm ready for war uh, What is up, everybody? It's your boy, Fernando Petty here With UVO Group Right here in the UVO studio Right here at Realty One And uh, today we have a special guest By the name of Brian Godinez Yes, sir Godinez, nice, bro so we found you, I mean, it was kind of interesting how you found us, because I think what you seen like a podcast clip or something. Yeah, I was just like seeing that you guys were doing podcasting and just trying to jump on any podcast that I can get, you know, it's like promotion, man. Yeah, Hell yeah, it's yeah, good. You, you sent me a text too, and in that text you were like, uh, hey, I got my business, I scaled it in one year from zero to, you know, over seven seven figures, I think you guys I did in one that. year. Yeah. I remember that, okay. I, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, man, in just one year, and we haven't had any contractors on. You know, and, and before the podcast, you shared with us about your experience, which is pretty cool, um, how you got started. And uh, I thought it was actually really inspiring that somebody could go from having no experience and, you know, learning about it, getting their test, passing it, and then moving on and starting a company um, and going again from zero to seven figures. Pretty cool. Um, but so so just tell me what, what motivated you to do that? Because, I mean, you told me a minute ago you're from L.A., right? Mm -hmm. um, you got a ton of tattoos, right? A ton of tattoos, man, you know, looking like a. Gang bangers. Yeah, you don't, you don't look like a contractor. <laughs> Typical contractor, yeah. When he walked in, I'm like, hey, bro, you want a beer? And he's like, oh, no, no, no. And I'm like, you got a bottle tattooed in the side of your head. Bro. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. Oh, that, that's, that's cool, though. But, I mean, so how did you, you get started? So really, like, <clears throat> I was just done being broke, man. Like, done multiple, multiple jobs. And, like, I just wanted to do something that was lucrative, finally. You know, like, I've... I've done different type of businesses. I've done, I've had a food truck. I've been a tattoo artist. I've just tried everything and just like finally I'm like, you know what? What makes money? It's like construction's like in the top three, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay. I didn't want to start as a labor because I, I, that's not for me. Yeah. But I knew that I had the mindset to create a business since I've already started multiple. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to start this construction company without having any knowledge and i just went for it man and i just learned along the way wow uh, so how'd you start getting your first clients were you nervous about that i was nervous just because i didn't know the rules about measuring and how to charge and how to set up your profits but when i when i got my first client i just treated it as as i was selling a car i i started as a as an auto salesman so I sold cars. So for, I started. I started selling cars, and I did that for six years. And I said, if I could sell cars, I could sell concrete, right? And so the reason why I, I, I got into concrete was because my dad works in concrete, and he's been doing that for, like, the last 30 years as as far as working for a company as a, de, as a delivery driver. So it's not, like, the actual trade, but he was in that world. So he knew a lot of people. And he knew that that they were also making money. So yeah. he says, hey, how about you get into concrete? But the way that he approached it was, hey, how about you go get a job in that and make at least $20 an hour? So I got his piece of knowledge, but I just took it my way. And I said, okay, you know what? I'm not going to be a laborer. I'm going to start my own company. And that's just really how ev everything started. That's usually how it goes with yeah. any entrepreneur, right? It's like <clears throat> you'll see an idea. And I think the average person would be like, oh, I like that idea. I want to I do what they do. I want to I get a job in that industry, right? Uh -huh. And as, as an entrepreneur, I think you look at the challenge of, like, starting that business, and that's what excites you. Yep. And and I always tell Alan, like, we'll talk, like, about, oh, that's cool. Look at the guy, what that guy does. You know, that's pretty cool. And I always think, like, I'd rather be the owner of that, that exactly. company instead of an employee there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> that's pretty cool. But you're from L.A., so, I mean, what brought you here to Salt Lake? I think just family moved out here. I mean, it's been over over 20 years. So yeah. it's I mean, I don't even say that I'm from L.A. anymore. Yeah. From Salt, <laughs> from Salt Lake. From Salt Lake. <laughs> if, if, if you leave Utah and you tell me from Salt Lake, they're like, no, you don't, you're not from Salt Lake, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you look like, you look like you're from you L.A. Like <laughs> Everybody's cool. just like, you're from California. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I'm really from Salt Lake, though. So so let's ho let's hop into your background a little bit, bro. I mean, so, yeah. so you grew up a little bit in L.A. You grew up over here. Um, did you go to school out here at all? I went to um, Taylorsville High. Okay. Me too. Yeah, that was back in uh, 2006. Dropped out. Moved. Uh, we moved to Mexico for like a year. Came back um, 12th grade. Went to Kearns High. Dropped out again, and then just started. Just started looking for work, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> Typical entrepreneur. <laughs> I, I went to Hunter when the Granger dropped out on the 10th grade. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, this is not for me. You know, I really just wanted to get my uh, driver's ed completed, get my license, yep. and I was out. That was it. Yeah. For me, that was the the equivalent to, mm -hmm. to the diploma, right? It's better than the, the better than the, the diploma was the driver's license. Uh -huh. You know, it enabled me to drive and get around and hustle. You know, it's pretty cool. So, so you grew up around here though, around Salt Lake Valley, right here, West Valley. Salt Lake, uh, Provo <coughs> too, um, and just just kind uh, kind of been back and forth. Yeah, mm -hmm. but yeah. I've been here in Salt Lake for the last uh, five years now. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he would fit perfectly in Provo. He would fit right in in Provo. Oh, yeah. Huh? yeah. Is your, is your mic working? No, it's not. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. It doesn't like feel, feel like it's working, huh? Wait, good, put it again. Give me a mic test. Hello, hello? Yeah, it's working. Oh, okay, now we're good. Yeah. All right, we're back. Check the other one. The other, just turn it, turn it around. You can actually like turn it while it's there. Yeah, put that pop filter one on the right. And then. Hello, hello? There we go. Okay, much better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sounds kind of crazy. <clears throat> yeah, th these mics are interesting. We picked them up for like fifty bucks a pop. I thought they were like the good ones, but I don't know. There's something. I don't know. I mean, they sound pretty good with that roadcaster. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it sounds pretty good, huh? Um, so, so you didn't have an experience in the in, in the construction industry. Did you ever work as a laborer and do anything drywall, anything? Dude, honestly, I, like I've never worked labor in my life. I've always been the type of dude to try to find the easiest job, and. Uh, even though, like, I've been pushed into it because, obviously, you can make more money. It's like, yeah. that just wasn't for me. Like, it was crazy because uh, one of my uncles, like, pushed me into getting this landscape job. This was, like, five years ago. And I went, like, for four hours, and I quit. Like, I was <laughs> like, no, do the same for me, right? So, but just going back into how everything started with me, it was, I was doing auto sales, and... I went and got my license, but talking about how we were, how I got my first client, like literally I got my first client at the last day of school. It was this other contractor that, that was right next to me, and he's like, hey, what are you getting your license for? And I said, concrete. And, um, and he said, hey, I might have a job for you. I'm like, okay. And he was like, <clears throat> how much are you charging per square foot? And I didn't even know how much to charge. And I'm like, well, how much are you paying? Right? And he says, you know, anywhere from four, uh, 5 to $6. I'm like, okay. So we just set up this estimate. I went and, like, I, I watched YouTube videos, like, the night before on how to measure pads, right? Yeah. And uh, I, I did, like, the whole measuring. I sent him the bid that I had to, like, make up on the computer. And crazy enough, like, the next day, Customer calls me back and it's like, hey, we want to move forward with you. It was like literally like I hadn't even had my license yet and I was already booking that first job. And <coughs> when I went and signed with them, I just approached it as I was selling a car. Like I just showed them like what what we were going to be doing and what the total price and, you know, can can we move forward? And it was like literally that easy. So Wow. So. The concrete thing. Mm -hmm. You never poured concrete in your life. Never. What the hell? <laughs> I don't think I would have been that ballsy to like yeah. take on a job and, yeah. and have never even like ran a mixer or anything. Never, man. So did you Nothing. sub that out to somebody and just like? I was able to find people that knew how to do it just off of Facebook groups. And I said, hey, I'm looking to pour this this pad that was like 20 by 40. Anybody interested? And people that knew the trade somewhat or I guess that they had um, – experience because they went and did a really good job but that was really like for me to get something on my resume yeah. so i can make a website and that was also for me to learn the process like that first job was when i learned exactly what needs to be done to pour this concrete pad yeah. did you underbid yourself do you, do you feel like that you, did you make money were you profitable in the first job it was crazy because I didn't know if I was going to make money, break even, or lose money. I just knew that I had to start, and it was like a $15,000 job. And, you know, we ordered the concrete, we rented a truck, we rented a bobcat, and obviously paid labor. And at the end of the day, once we got the last check, like I had made $4,000 profit within like three days. So that's when I really realized, I was like, yo, like, I'm never doing anything else again. It's like, 
to make that amount of money in such a short period of time, like why would you even think of doing anything else? Yeah. So holy shit. That's, that's good. Good, dude. Yeah, dude, not bad at all. We might have to get in the concrete. I know, right? <laughs> you yoke concrete coming soon. Yep. Yeah. Dude, that's pretty dope. Yeah, that's uh, the dope. So so right now, the way that you're driving traffic to your business, because we talked about this, is um you guys are doing a lot of social media marketing or you guys are doing like like Google ad ads, you guys running ads, like how are you guys getting traffic to your So to now business? we do everything with Google ads. Like that's where where we get our most traffic. I mean we're getting, you know, two or three leads per day. Um, you know, sometimes we get even up to seven estimates that we have to do in one day. So it's like super busy. But we started door knocking. We did like the whole flyer thing, um, like Facebook groups and just trying to get your name out there. That's like the most important part. And then obviously like once you do a good job with somebody, then they start bringing you their other friends and family. So. And, the, and the, so that's what you've done this, this whole time. Mm -hmm. Right. And then are you doing any labor at all yourself? Sometimes just, yeah. so, uh, sometimes I just feel bad, you know, you help them out. if I'm not doing anything, I usually go out with them and I'll, I'll act like I'm working, but <laughs> nowadays, like, for you to really scale your business, you really have to focus on just the sales part. The previous year, I was helping them, and I noticed that I wasn't closing as much deals because I was on the Bobcat myself, right? Yeah. So now it's like, if I focus on just selling, then we're constantly getting work. So yeah. I just kind of push myself away from that position of being the foreman or even helping to where I'm just answering emails now. Yeah. And you that's a perfect example. You know, you work on the business, not in it. Exactly. And yeah. I went through the same transition. Exactly. So I, I get yeah. it, man. You know, it's funny. I got, I got a story about that. So the whole landscaping thing, right? Like I did landscaping as a kid. I was like from 14 to like 16, I was working for a company called Cottonwood Landscapes, a big ass company here in, here in Utah. And we were doing uh, water features, waterfalls, irrigation systems, uh, but we focus mainly on the water features, big big waterfalls, right? And like uh, um, over on Walker Lane, we did a lot of properties over there. We did a lot of work for uh, Jeff Hornacek, John Stockton. Um, oh, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool, right? <clears throat> These guys did, did like, like I said, half a million dollar waterfalls, right? So I was working for those guys and I'd always go to like the nursery, the yard, and help out the nursery too when mm -hmm. I had downtime. And they had a bobcat there that I didn't know how to drive, a little skidster, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I'm going to try to drive that thing. So I get in and I learn how to drive it. And those things are cool. You could ride like wheelies on them uh -huh. and stuff, you know? And, so, <laughs> and they had another tractor there. It was called a ditch witch mm -hmm. and, you know, a little like trenching thing. Uh -huh. And I didn't know how to drive that at all. I thought it was similar to the bobcat. So I get on. Now, I just turned 16 and I just got my, my dream car I always wanted since I was a little kid, right? It was a Mazda MX-6. Super rare car. Like, you don't see a lot of them. Uh, and I had it parked like right outside of the office. So I'm in the, I'm in the yard, right? With this ditch, witch, and I don't know how to stop it. <laughs> and it's going right towards my car. It's going right towards my car. And I'm like, what am I going to do? So I start turning it, turning it. And I got just close enough to where it didn't like, like smash the car, but it went at an angle and it was, they go so slow too. Yeah. They're like barely moving. Right? <laughs> and it's just like, just like grinding the whole side of my yeah. car and I'm watching it. it. I don't know how to turn it up. Yeah, I hit it. <laughs> so the whole side of my car is just like from the quarter panel back or forward <laughs> all the way to the fender. A huge <laughs> line, bro. And I was like, oh, and my, my friend was there. He's laughing at me. I felt so bad because it was a car I've always wanted. Um, but funny thing about that job yeah. is I, I did it and I was making like immigrant money, bro. Like yeah. I had papers too and that's when I realized like I can't be a laborer. I'm making yeah. six bucks an hour cash and when I saw the kind of money they were charging for these water features, we did one in Heber, right? City of Heber. And uh, we built an entire pond. We put like a thousand trout. It was massive, bro. And like my dad and I built the whole thing. And, uh, you know, we ran like the big um, uh, backhoes and we built like this nice water feature and everything. And when the job was done, it took us like, I'd say it took us about a month to do. And we, my dad and I probably made only like four or five grand mm -hmm. on that job. And the company made 500,000 on the yeah. job. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, they didn't do anything special. We we're just moving dirt and putting some rocks. Like, there's a ton of pond liner, which probably was the most expensive thing. Um, then there was a couple pond sweep boxes and some pumps, but nothing crazy. Like, maybe $40,000 worth, worth, worth of material. Mm -hmm. And after that, I'm like, there's no way in hell. This is like slavery. Like, yeah. There's no way in hell I'm ever going to do this again. So I quit on that job. And my dad was pissed. 
he like called the boss the next day. He's like, hey, Fernando's not coming in. I need you to call him. He don't want to come in. He's lazy, you know. Oh, he was he was <clears> pissed at you. My dad was mad at me, and he was okay. trying to get the boss to convince me to come to work because oh, okay. he, he couldn't get, he couldn't convince me. And I'm like, no, I'm not going, Dad. Like, I'll drop you off. I'm not going to go. And he was pissed. But and, but uh, but you were mostly pissed because you knew how rich you were making them. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm not doing this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what 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 really got me was the boss, the foreman, his best friend was supposed to be a laborer like us, but because they were best friends, they hung out all day. And he didn't work, and he was making more than us, and he was getting special treatment. And I was like, all right, fuck this. Like, I'm not going to be treated like this, you know? So <clears throat> I got out of it, and I, and I got into the sales jobs after that. I got into car sales. <clears throat> we always curb cars as kids, auctions, hitting stuff like that. Gotcha. And, and then uh, I got into the auto industry. I started selling cars, and that's where I learned. And it was about a six-month gig. And in those six months, I learned everything about sales, you know? And sales is key, awesome. man. Sales is what really... I I feel like when you get a sales job, like you really can't do anything else after that either because like that's where you're uncapped, right? So talking about like you were saying how how you felt like a slave, right? That's something that with my company, I didn't want my employees to feel. So that was um, something that I wanted to share too. It's like, you can get rich by having cheap labor and making these huge amount of profits. But I didn't want to treat the guys that were doing all of the work like that. So my approach was to treat my employees as business partners. So when I started subbing these jobs out, instead of paying them um, per hour, I started paying them almost like a piece rate. So I was getting... Well, I am doing that now. What I do is that I treat them as a separate company. So I say, hey, you know what? This this job's going to cost me $50,000. i am going to give you, let's say, $10,000. And they usually knock it out in one week. So these guys feel like they're making a crazy amount of money to them versus their old job where they were going to you know, you know get like $15, $16 an hour. Now they're busting their ass. I don't have to be there because I don't have to babysit mm-hmm. them, right? Now it's like, you're going to make ten grand if you go and do this job in one week. And they usually go and do everything. Like they're, they're early. They don't leave until like 9 o'clock at night. Uh, it's like peace of mind for me because I don't have to babysit them. Number two, I know that if something were to go wrong, they have to fix it, right? So... The way that I see it, it's like they're not looking for another job. Like now they want to stay with me. So when I speak with them, I'm like, you are my business partner. You're not my employee. Oh, so that's awesome. kind of gives them like, like free reign and, you know, they can do whatever they want. But I'm taking care of them with the money portion, but they're also taking care of me because now we're just knocking out jobs faster and just doing everything better. Right. And, yeah. and that's a win-win for everybody. Exactly. The way I look at it. Exactly. So I see other companies that they just want to do that like hourly pay, yeah. and it's like they're always losing guys. And good guys are hard to come by now. Like, so if you find somebody good, like you really want to have value and show them value that they're your business partner now, that they're not your employee. Yeah. yeah. No, that's pretty dope, bro. I I mean. Yeah, that resonates with me because, you know, I, uh, I've i done a lot of uh, renovations on, on properties and, and commercial buildings and stuff like that in the past. And, you know, me as an entrepreneur, I was always trying to get the most bang for my buck. And uh, I was going for the guys who were hourly, low paying hourly. And I realized over time that, you know, yeah, I don't have a big budget to work with to pay a company to come and do this. So I'll try to find the guys. Right. And I realized that you get what you pay for. Exactly. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You get what you pay for. It got so bad that I'm like. I don't want to spend more than a couple grand on this job. So I'm going to go and find some guys at Home Depot. But I know the good guys I've at Home Depot, that, yeah. the good guys at Home Depot, they won't move for less than 150 to 200 bucks a day. The good guys, right? The cheap ones, they're usually drug addicts. Oh, yeah. They have the or skills. Drunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, they're, or they're thieves too. They go to your yeah. job shop. Yeah. Dude, I had a guy steal my camera before at my school. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but we hired this guy and I knew he was on drugs because he was just so excited to come work for me. He was, like, hopping up and down in the Home Depot parking lot, like, all tweaked out, right? So I'm like, all right, let's put him in the van. So we put him in the van, and we drive him to our (laughs) job site. He's an electrician. And he gets a scaffold, and it's about, like, a 16-foot high ceiling in this commercial space, and he has to, like, rewire some some lighting. 
So the guy's up there like playing with the junk, junction boxes, and I'm like, "Hey, you want, me, want us to turn the power off?" And he's like, "No, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good." And I'm like, "I don't know about that, bro." <laughs> so I Seems leave like him. A I, I leave him in the classroom at the school, right? Yeah. And he's like putting this. Uh, he's like putting these uh, uh, track lights, and he's hooking them up to the junction box. And all of a sudden, I hear the scaffold just shake, and then boom, the guy hits the floor. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I run over there, and he pops up like nothing even happened. Like nothing. He fell like 12 feet, bro, on concrete. Dang. And it didn't even hurt the guy. He was so, like, messed up on meth, bro. <laughs> like, they feel nothing, bro. Dang. So he pops up, and he jumps back up. I'm like, hey, you good? He's like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And he's, like, bare hands, messing with the wires. He got shocked, and he, he fell off. Dang. And I'm like, it's, I'm so happy this guy. Like, he didn't he, die. Yeah, he, number one, he didn't <laughs> die. But... There's nothing to prove that I'm paying this guy oh, anything. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, he's not yeah. an employee or anything, yeah. right? Um, but no, I realized, I'm like, okay, I, I got to find a, a good contractor to work with that knows guys, that's vetted guys before, who can, exactly. they can bring in to do the work because these crackheads I'm picking up at Home Depot, they're just not doing the job. I've also done that, man. You know, I've done, like, the whole Home Depot, and I've noticed that I've lost money because of it. Yeah. You know, because those guys, like, they want that peace rate for that one day, and then they usually slack oh they slack yeah or oh, every time we, we've yeah. dealt with them multiple times yep. why because they want the second day right so it's just like they they, they they all want more work but they can't complete the first job they got exactly like exactly. oh yeah i'll do that too i'll do that too i'm like get out of here yeah so yeah, yeah that's fucking crazy that's something with uh, contractors you know that sometimes you do want that cheap labor and it ends up costing you more money so um, and that's something that I have in my sales course. It's just like doing everything the right way so you don't have to go through all of that. It's like um, the things that I've gone through these last two years, I want the new contractor that's starting to to not to not learn those lessons. Yeah. Just go step by step as exactly what I'm doing so you can be successful yeah. without having to run into those type of issues, right? So so let, let, let's get into that because... <clears throat> So, first of all, here's what I love about you, okay? Um, you just started the business not too long ago. Mm-hmm. You had no experience before that. No experience. So, there, there's something special about you where you said, hey, I don't care. I'm not scared. I'm going to start this business. I'm going to be successful and make it work. And then you turn around after just two years, and now you want to teach other people to do the same thing. So, that's 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 pretty cool because a lot of guys will be like, oh, shit, I figured something out. I don't yeah. want nobody to know how I did this. Yeah. Right? And so, you guys are offering a sales course, right? So, talk to us about that sales course. How can people find it? What is okay. it for? How did it start? What gave you the idea? So let's start with the idea. Um, I was leaving New Mexico uh, for the winter, which was last year. And that's when our season drops. So we don't work for four months um, because we do like sprinkler systems and then concrete. You know, you don't want to pour in the winter because then you have to like put concrete blankets in. So the work is is just not there for us. So when you're used to making a certain amount of money every month, and now you're not working for four months, mm-hmm. I started thinking, okay, well, what do I need to do to start making money within these four months? So the idea came, well, let me write like a little pamphlet of how you can become a contractor. And it was just like this like crazy idea. Maybe it's going to be like a four-page little pamphlet. Yeah. Four of, pages only to right? be a contractor. Yeah, 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 <laughs> For yeah. sure. It's like just like the initial steps of how to get your license. Because all of this information, it's on the internet, but you have to take months to research on how to do it. And that's what I went through. Like It literally took me four or five months of research to, to figure out how to become a contractor, right? It took me 25 hours to become a concrete contractor, but it's months and months of research. So I'm like, if I can make a little pamphlet and I can sell it to somebody for, I don't know, $20, maybe I can share my knowledge, then maybe I can make some extra income coming the wintertime. So from that idea, it became into, well, how about we shoot a video? And then how do, you know, and then, and then so that became a sales course. And then from a sales course, it's like, OK, well, how do we get leads for these new contractors? And then from the leads, well, then how do we um, start coaching these guys? So now it's like it from a pamphlet, it turned into this whole like marketing agency where we're shooting people leads. We're um, offering this sales course, like a step by step sales course on how to do estimates, how to prospect, how to set up your brand how to um, set up your profits and just structure a game plan so you are successful, right? So 
that's how it started. It was just an idea, and within three months, we created this marketing this marketing agency. It's Contractors Elite? Contractors Elite. <laughs> that's yeah. genius, huh? Yeah. No, it, it really is because right now, the name of the game is lead generation mm-hmm. yeah. for any business, right? For any business where you're out there, and again, commission businesses where you have to find leads in order to close them, in order to get paid. Exactly. And a lot of people, <clears throat> especially the older ones, the older guys in construction, the older guys in uh, a lot of different verticals in business, they don't know the they new game know. of lead generation. They don't know right? that. No. <clears throat> they don't know that. You know, even real estate agents, you know, we see them working, passing out business cards, doing it the old-fashioned way. That's mm-hmm. okay, but you have these new guys who just start who can catch up to them very quickly because they understand Google marketing, uh, social media marketing, mm-hmm. um, lead generation, right? And so that's what you guys have done, and you guys are offering that to people looking exactly. to start a business. Exactly. So really, like, what my whole system was if i could start from zero dollars zero experience and am able to scale a business this this fast compared to the contractors that have been doing this for 10 years and they're still like driving old trucks like they still haven't been able to buy equipment they still can't like scale yeah like actually make money it's like i have i have this program for the guys that have been doing it for 10 years but i also have the program for the guys that don't know anything about it. It's just a step-by-step. If you really want to get out of being like the labor guy and want to create your company, like this is the perfect route. Will this work for um, asphalt? Will this work for electricians? It'll work for for any type of contract because within the world of sales and within the world of contracting, it's all the same, right? It's like, how do I get customers and how do I close them? Whether you're an uh, electrician or a concrete guy or a painter, like it, it, it's all the same. I might have some people for him. I'm sure we all do. Yeah, because I got I got guys who are stuck in the, I mean, they're using word of mouth to get their business, yeah. but they're not able to scale. They have the same amount of guys who've mm-hmm. been doing it for years. Exactly. We have framers, sheet rockers. We have, um, I have an asphalt guy, really great asphalt guy. He's like the foreman, and he keeps telling me for years, I want to start my own company, I want to start my own company. He knows how much how much money they can make when they, when they, when they do asphalt, and I think they work for like the church, and the church pays them a ton of money. They redo all their parking lots. Uh, I'm gonna reach out to him. I'll put you in contact with him because yeah. he's been telling me. I also want to talk about that. It's like when you meet people that are like, "I want to start my company. I want to start my company." And it's just like months and months and years. It's like the thing that I want to teach about is like taking action. Like, uh-huh. what's the first step for you to start your company? And it's like a lot of people waste their time watching TV or like playing games after their nine to five. It's like just changing the whole mindset of that you have to start taking action and 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 that you have to start taking that window of when you are watching TV to start creating that side hustle, right? Um, another thing is speaking on that sloppy contractor. So teaching the people that are coming up to a job site with a cigarette in their mouth and writing an estimate on a piece of napkin. Like that's what I want to teach. Like, I, <laughs> like It's like... I haven't seen that yet. Is that, that really happened? I've I come across <laughs> them all the time. That you know they they're really good at working, they're really good at the contractor side, but they don't know anything about communicating with people or like setting up the profits or even like writing an estimate. Like they're still doing it on a piece of napkin, and so that's what the sales course is. It's just whether you want to revamp your company or whether you want to start from the very beginning. It's like the step by step on everything. You know, you know, what's funny is, what, so when you hit me up on Instagram, right, I was like, oh, cool, let's check this dude out. When it went to his, his Instagram profile, I only saw a couple posts on uh, construction, right, on, on, I don't even know it was concrete, right? Um, but I saw your lifestyle, saw you do your thing. <laughs> and I'm like, this dude's just like us, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's one of us. Um, but no, I saw your stuff. You had like a, like a grill in your mouth, you yeah, know, the yeah. diamond grill. Yeah. I'm like, he must be making a shitload of money doing this fucking contracting thing because I don't see contractors rocking a diamond grill. You know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it's been lucrative for you. It's been really lucrative. It has been, man. It's like, it's really changed my life, my lifestyle, and not just mine, but like my family's like, you know, when I guess the whole end goal is to like retire your parents and to be able to have like the workload that they have to eliminate it. Right. So that's, I mean, that's really what my end goal is, is just to create wealth for the whole family. Right. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's been lucrative for me because I was able to, to double down on sales Versus the other contractors that are just 
making what the minimum is. It's mm-hmm. like, well, you can make $100,000 a year being a contractor, and I've already surpassed that. And those guys have been doing it for 20 years. It's like, why have you gotten stuck there? It's because they have that capped mindset of, okay, I'm only going to make, let's say, eight grand a month, and I'm, and I'm fine. It's like, why? I always ask those why. It's like, why are you stuck there? Like, why don't you want to double your income? Or why don't you want to scale your business to where now you're running two crews instead of one? Yeah. And I think it all falls back into because they mm-hmm. want to be there at the job site. And really what I've done is that I've stepped away from it. You have to. I've stepped away from it, and I was able to just focus on what the most money-making tasks are. That's it. And if I can teach that to other contractors, then they will automatically just scale their business. Yeah, You know, you you hit on something I think is important to all entrepreneurs, right? Because I feel like everybody unanimously, universally have the same – Thing and that's to help retire their parents. It's not about the. It's it's not about like oh I want to make the most money in the world. Like no. it's just like you know I want to help my parents. I want to help my family. No. I don't want them to have to struggle. You know, and Alan he can speak on that. I mean this mm-hmm. dude. I mean you can share a little bit of your story, but like no. Alan, you know he was a refugee, came from Bosnia. Um, you came on a boat? Or would you come in a, 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 a FedEx box? How'd you get there? <laughs> uh, came on a plane. <laughs> yeah, lucky. Came, yeah, came on a plane. Um, but no, it's pretty cool because he's achieved that. You know, Alan is, and I've watched him, known him 15 years, and I've watched him go from selling cell phones, selling coffee at Starbucks, and, you know, his parents are pretty much retired now. You know, he's bought them a house. He buys them cars all the time. Um, and I see that, and I'm like, fuck, that's so motivating, you know, because I feel like that's exactly what every entrepreneur wants. You know, they want to be able to give that to, the, to, to their family. It fulfills you. you know? It does. Like, you know what I mean? You, you put the work in. You you know, you make all that money, but what are you going to do with it? Like, you want to be able to share that, especially with, exactly. with your loved ones, your family, <clears throat> and make sure that they don't struggle, you know, the way they did, you know, growing up. You know, especially, you know, if you grew up poor, which all three of us did, mm-hmm. um, you know how it, how it is. Exactly. So once you find something that you're good at and you are passionate about and you can make some good money, you know, it's, it's game over at that point. Yeah, you want to share it. Which is the beauty of it. Like, I love it. Like, I helped my, my parents get a home. I, you know, got them a couple of cars. Helped my brother get into a home. Help him get a car as well. Like, I love that. Like, that yeah. fulfills me. Exactly. And, I, I don't, and you don't expect anything in return. Exactly. Exactly. And then, but, but also we were talking about how, like, there's people that find a way to make money and then they just kind of keep it to themselves. I felt like I had pleasure in helping other contractors because nobody helped me. So when I found out that I can help somebody, like, I'm starting to even see more pleasure out of that than the actual money. So that's how, like, this whole contractor's elite came up. I mean, it is lucrative, too, um, which is going to help us out, you know, with, you know, within other businesses. But at the end goal is having that new contractor that doesn't know anything not have to go through the hurdles that I went to. What does that's that remind it. you of right there, what he said? Like what we went through? Oh, Yeah. Same thing. Oh, exactly why we started the team. Same thing. Like, that was the exact reason why we started it. Because that way, you know, we had to eat shit. You know what I mean? I had to eat shit for years and years, for example. And I'm like, okay, cool. How can we expedite that so that way you don't have to? And I got a lot more pleasure and a lot more joy actually teaching and inspiring and helping out. Like, hey, you don't have to go through all the bullshit that, you know, a lot of people go through. Why not skip all that and get you, you know, and get you producing? Mm -hmm. Which is what we're doing. You know what it comes It's exactly what you're talking about, bro. Because, you know... When you talk about Google ads and stuff like that, like that's really what we do with our business. We do a ton of online marketing. We spend thousands of dollars mm-hmm. a month. We spend damn near 20000 a month, mm-hmm. you know, just, just mm-hmm. to be real, to generate leads for our team. And, and we take agents who are brand new, who've never sold a house, who've never talked to a client, never called a client, don't know how to prospect, and we teach them everything. Bro. They come in here, we do call training, right? We show them what they got to do, walk them to their first appointments. Um, just the other day, I was taking out agents to knock doors, and I'm not a door knocker. But I did it because I want to show them how easy it was. Show them how easy it is. Yeah, it's right? not that hard, right? And yeah. and and we got a, well, I got a lot of success out of it. <laughs> the team's still learning, but it worked for me, right? Yeah, I got five appointments in in one week, right? And so I'm just That's like, awesome. hey, this works. Um, but it's good to have a mentor like that, um, especially if you're starting out new, you know, because you don't want to go through this shit. You don't want to go through all these hurdles that you know you had to go through or Alan had to go through. I was lucky enough that when I started, you know, I met Alan. Um, well, I've known Alan, but in real estate, I'm like, hey show me what you do. And he showed me. And two weeks later, I had my first deal under contract. And I'm like, hey, this is a lot easier than I thought. But not because it's easy. It's just because he gave me the game plan. Right. Exactly. Other people are Structuring doing it the hard that way. Game plan. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> that was the most important thing. 
and for our team, that's what we're doing. And, and, you know, right now, Alan and I are like, hey, what's the next goal for us, right? We have the team. We've got lots of agents, got lots of clients. Um, we have a really good brand right now. It's only taken a year to grow the brand, and everyone knows it. We're doing the podcast. People are not doing podcasts. Um, so we're doing a lot of things that not a lot of people are doing, and we are showing everybody exactly what we're doing. Like, if somebody were to come in here and say, hey, Fernando, Alan, how are you guys getting your brand out there so easily? And I'm like, well, sit down. I'll show you. Like, I'm not going to hide it. You know what I mean? And so that's why I love what you're doing because at Contract is Elite, you're, you're, you're showing them exactly what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. But people got to put their money where their mouth is. You know, it's also, not free. Also. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, like, there's cost of, like, having an office, of hiring, you know, like, your media managers and all that stuff. So it's not, it's not for free. Um, but the message that I want to show the new contractors is that you have to spend money to make money. And a lot of people are scared to really invest in their own company. And that's why they don't grow, right? So by me saying, okay, it's going to cost you five grand a month with us, but we're going to get you 30, 40 leads. And then out of maybe one job that you close, you're going to get your money back mm -hmm. at least. So it's like, and then, so if you start looking at it that way, it's just, it's just pocket change after that, right? So that's. The whole thing that I want to teach people. Yeah, it is going to cost you money, but don't you want to make three or four times that every month? So, like, why are you stuck at only making five grand a month? Don't you want to make thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000? Yeah, you are going to have to spend that extra five, but you are going to get your money back and then some. So that's, like, the biggest message, right? You guys you guys spend thousands of dollars into, into leads, but you guys get that in return. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, pretty much exactly what we're doing. Exactly. Yeah. So, so right now, <clears throat> um, what are you doing right now to uh, to 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 get your message out there? To um, you told me the sales <laughs> course you just launched it a couple weeks back, right? Yeah. Um, what are some things you're doing to help get get that out there? So, different marketing tactics, you know, giveaways for new contractor. What we want to do is that we want to give a a contractor that signs up with us, we want to give them like a brand new truck that they can use for their business, right? So if they have an old truck, like now they're going to have a brand new truck, we're going to wrap it for them, right? Um, and then, so, we're, you know, like we're doing giveaways. Um, <clears throat> we're doing like multiple things as far as advertising. Um, and then just going back to like call calls, like there's so many, con there's, there's more than 700,000 contractors nationwide. When I started this whole thing, I I just wanted to uh, sell this to the people that were around my neighborhood. And then I really thought, well, why don't I go out like nationwide? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, why don't we hit Canada? It's like there's so many contractors that are stuck, that don't know how to scale their business, that are not taking care of their family. It's like, well, let me just teach you, even if it's just one piece of advice, it's like you have to replace yourself. You don't want to be picking up the hammer no more. And you want to double down on sales. So if you're not a salesperson, learn how to sell. And if you don't want to do it, hire a salesperson for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's key, bro. Hiring a salesperson. I, I thought about that all the time in other businesses yeah. that I started was like, <clears throat> you know, I, I was a recruiter at a, uh, my hair school I used to have. And um, I was like, hey, I don't want to be wearing all these hats. I'm, I'm the recruiter. I'm the, I'm the, the receptionist. I'm the teacher. I'm everything. everything yeah. Right. It's like, I need to start hiring out. And uh, we started looking to hire out. And we were hiring out people for every position. And, oh, my God, like, yeah, it costs money. But it's crazy. just the amount of stress and the amount of time that I got back was just, like, it, it was worth every dollar. You it know is. what I mean? Unfortunately, the recruiter sucked ass that we hired. <laughs> right? But yeah. but I can see that in, in, in a sales company because you might be talking directly to laborers, you know, who are like, fuck, I know how to do everything. I know how to bid out a job. I know how to pour the concrete. I know how to do the work. I know how to hang the walls and, and everything. But I suck at sales. Well, it's like, okay, well, team up with the sales guy, right? Hire a sales guy. They might not have any experience in what you're doing, but if they can sell and you can train them on what to do, you can be successful. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, it's that exact thing that you said it's either you hire a salesperson or just learn how to sell right and and that's what the course is about it's 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 a, a super simple sell because the customer already wants it right so it's they're almost like all laydowns like it's just letting them know what you do 
following the four-step sales process and using the closing questions that are just super, super simple, man, just super simple because, um, and there's some other things within the sales course that are to your benefit. Um, one of them is that nine out of 10 contractors won't pick up their phone because they're too busy. Right. That kind of reminds me of the agents too. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> yeah. Real estate agents the same way. Yeah. They, they won't pick up their phone. The phone. So just that, if you can just pick up your phone, yep. you are going to already be on top of every other contractor. So that's just like one tip that I have on there. But yeah, um, yeah that's, Let, let's that's, go to the four, what you just said, because you said the four steps. So the four step sales process. Yeah, but break them down. Let me hear it. Okay. So this is actually something free that I'm giving to any contractor that signs up with us, right? Simple. It's the meet and greet, which is introducing yourself properly to your new customer. So not being that sloppy contractor, right? Um, discovery, which is the second step. Hold and on, let's go back. Meet and greet. Yeah. So that's image. Image. Is like, so like okay. your branding, like, right? So it's like you got to dress for success. Like, are you that guy that's showing up in regular clothes or are you showing up your logo? Are you showing up your brand that makes you a legit company, even if it's your first job? Right. That's what I want to teach. Um, so image branding, um, introducing yourself properly. I've seen contractors that don't even talk to the customer. They just go and start measuring. Right. Um, the second step is the discovery phase. That's where you need to shut your mouth and not be the contractor that's telling the client what I'm going to do, making sure that you are listening and that you're finding every single detail of about the job, okay, um, which only takes about five or six minutes. Um, there's some other things um, that go in that. The third step is the benefits, why they should choose you versus any other contractor. That's where you start presenting your value within your own company, right? Um, and then the last step is closing. Um, for me, I don't close at estimates. I close in the follow-up, um, but what I, I like to do or um, want to do is to always have some sort of verbal close, a soft close before I leave every estimate. So closing questions really. And that's, and that's that, that four step sales process that I have. It's pretty so simple. simple, huh? Yeah. Super, super simple. <laughs> so I mean, the guys already want for you to go do the job. Yeah. It's just asking certain questions in a certain way that you, you are showing up excited to do that job and the customer is most likely going to choose you versus the guy that doesn't do these things. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Well, image is everything. You know, we talk about it all the time. We, we, we really, um, try to, uh, instill that in our agents. You know, when, when we first meet them, you know, they might come to the interview and Alan and I might be like, Oh, you know, they, they look good. Um, or it might meet agents that come in and they don't look good. And I'm, I don't mean like, um, you know, like, fat and overweight. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how well they take care of themselves, yes. right? <clears throat> because image is everything in, the, in yeah. this industry. And that was one thing that attracted me to real estate uh, was because I came from the, the hair industry and that's all image, mm -hmm. right? And so when I was watching Alan and him do, doing what he did, I was like, hey, you know what I love about real estate is that no one's really focusing on uh, presenting their image, almost like a, like a, like a celebrity yeah. type yeah. of thing. Only yeah. guys on TV do that, right? Yeah. And uh, I started talking to Alan about that, you know, hey, man, we can do this, we can do that. And, and we started implementing these, these certain things and started portraying ourselves on social media in a certain way that drew a lot of attention and uh, brought a lot of traffic to our business. And a lot of agents wanted to come to our company because they look at us and they're like, hey, who the hell are these guys? You know, Alan's driving a fucking Lamborghini. Yeah. You know, I'm not driving a crazy car. I'm driving a little, little Mercedes, you know. Yeah. But, you know, we, we, we present ourselves in a way that make people think that these guys are not your average agent. You know, and so I'm sure that with contractors. And, and we're not. Oh, we're definitely not, right? It's, yeah. We're being real, right? But I'm sure it goes the same way with contractors. You probably don't have a lot of people that look at uh, image like it's really important, but the ones who do are probably the ones at the top. Yeah. So you know? one thing that I have in the sales course is if you've never done any type of work before, if this is your first job, like for you to land that job, you have to have perceived value. So when that person meets you, you have to, have to, have to look like a legit company. So first things first, like you have to show up in a vehicle that has your logo. Otherwise, you're just a guy from Home Depot. 
right? Yeah. So everything is perceived value. So like within my trade, I probably don't want to show up in a Lambo, right? But yeah, definitely. Do not, probably not. Up. We don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. No, there's <laughs> days when I don't show up either. Like depending yeah. on the appointment I'm going on to, like I'll be like, yeah, yeah, it probably wouldn't be a good idea. I feel like you know, it's it's all depending on the client, right? Yeah. If you have a luxury client, mm -hmm. then definitely want to show up with your whole crew or like with your whole, um, uh, not crew, but like, let's say like with your trucks and stuff, right? Yeah. Look but the if part. It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. You just want to look the part and make sure that you look um, the best for them, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. Like you're going to fit all, you know, all their needs, all their wants. Mm -hmm. um, so, so talk to me about, I know you got your first client from somebody at the class, right? The contractor's class. But after you got that client, what did you do to start getting your name out there? Because you had one job. Did you, I mean, did you go straight to the online ads? Were you, were no, you? no, no, no. So it was... It was my first client, and then it was a referral within from, the next from week. From that client? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was, like, literally, like, in the same neighborhood. Um, and I got super excited. I'm like, man, everybody wants concrete. And then um, got a couple of more jobs after that. I was able to grab that money, invest in myself with, you know, within flyers, website. Um, and then winter hit for me, and I didn't have any work for about four months. Next year came by and um, just started doing like flyer runs, word of mouth, um, just like Facebook. Um, and I didn't know anything about social media. Um, but my brother, the one that I have the marketing agency with, you know, he started really helping me out as far as, well, how do we get traction online? Like, how do we become... Um, the concrete company that is pulled up on Google when somebody, you know, searches it up. Um, getting Google reviews is what helps you. Um, different places like Craigslist or like uh, KSL helps. But we're really, really, you, really... You didn't do any of the back page stuff? Uh, not the back page. <laughs> uh, back page, you can't find concrete on there? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, they uh, closed that page down, didn't mm -hmm. they? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dude, the, the funny thing about Backpage, back back when I used to be a room service yeah. at Little America Hotel, yeah. I would meet all these you know these older guys, extremely successful, you know, politicians, NBA players, you name it, <clears throat> and I'll be delivering food to them, and they'll be literally like picking out a girl right there off a of Backpage. You know, I built these relationships <laughs> with, with these guys, you know, and uh, we hit it off. He's like, "Hey man, come here. What, what do you think about this one? You want one?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Well, I'm over here trying to earn my tip." Uh -huh. He's like, well, should I order her? Should I order her? And I'm like, eh, she's pretty good. So he would order them, and an hour or two later, they'll be there, and then he'll call me up, you know, to bring him food and, you know, liquor and everything. I'm like, oh, that was the girl that we that he just ordered, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's how I found out about Backpage. Oh, really? Yeah. I've known oh, about man. Backpage for a long time, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was one. I don't know if people were going there for for looking for jobs and concrete though. <laughs> I'm sure you could, but that's not the place for Some it. Labor. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's that's good, bro. But so so y your business has uh, it's it's gotten to have a, a a comfortable lifestyle right now. Obviously, you're still grinding. You're in hustle mode. It's still growing. Still, you know, still growing. I feel like I still need to hit another another stage in it you know i'm still a small company i don't want to say that i am a big company i'm still one of the little guys um but i don't see it taking years yeah. you know but sometimes i also think about growing too fast and finding those great workers and i feel like i just need to hit a certain amount of sales to be comfortable but also to reinvest in to other businesses so right now you know i i started this con this concrete company but i'm moving away from that to help other contractors and if this is more lucrative for me i'll just keep the concrete company as passive income where mm -hmm. it's running by itself but not growing it too much yeah yeah no i, I think you'll have a lot of, i actually know you'll have a lot of success with the contractors elite oh. like i mean when you were talking about it i was thinking about it you know even for myself because <clears throat> you know i thought about getting my contractor's license because the whole home flipping stuff mm -hmm. you know having the ability to pull permits not deal with the city and exactly. trying to go around them uh and not having to pay a contractor to do that if you're the one doing all the work exactly and i've done that in the past where i had to pay a contractor just to pull a permit for me mm -hmm. and i just met him the one time 
and I paid him. I never saw him again, and I had to do all the work, mm-hmm. you know. And so I was like, "What the hell did I pay that guy for? Exactly. You know, just to pull a permit?" Exactly. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> I, I thought about that, and 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 uh, I'm going to share your company with some of my friends who are in okay. that position where cool. they're, you know, they're doing the labor, they're doing these side jobs, they're finding their work from, uh, you know, people like us, mm-hmm. you know, um, other real estate agents who are looking for little little jobs around the house, um, but they're not a real established company yet. Mm-hmm. And I know that what they're missing is exactly what you're talking about. So I, I know there's a need for that. There is definitely, yeah. definitely a need. <clears throat> yeah, I know, I know there's a need for that. Um, we thought about doing that, you know, for agents. Uh-huh. You know, Alan, he got hit up from a, probably thousands of people when you did your post about um, you buying the car. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and how you put it on the real estate <clears throat> mastermind. It's like a nationwide um, Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And we always go and put stuff on there. Just try to get her brand out there. But Alan, he posted a thing and he told a story about how I went from nothing to now driving a Lamborghini, owning a successful, successful company, and, uh, you know, doing really well in such a short period of time. And people were hitting him up saying, oh, can I come work for you? What do I got to do? Teach me. We mentor Dude, me. things mentor began me, blowing me. up right yeah. after that. And it's because it, it, once, uh, once you have the knowledge, yeah, it's mm-hmm. like you can monetize on that. Mm-hmm. I never for a second thought that I would become a coach. Like, yeah, me neither. I never wanted to be one. Yeah, same. It's like, yeah. and now I'm going to be doing coaching and flying out to these, you know, different contractors nationwide and just setting up their game plan. It's like one of my biggest fears was like public speaking. And now it's like, now I have to do it. But it's all a process, man. It's mm-hmm. all just like bettering yourself right mm-hmm. alan you, you got to do that bro we, you know i talked to you about that i was like dude let's <clears throat> let's give the people what they want mm-hmm. let's put together a coaching system oh, yeah based on alan's system because i did exactly what he said i was right there with him and in two weeks i was closing deals and and i'm like why was that easy and again it's not that easy but it's just i knew the game plan and you know what's and crazy is that people will pay for that. That's what I'm saying. Well, because it works. And the reason why, he, he's watched me come up my whole career. And it's like, I had a three-year period where I made over a million dollars in three years, wow. which is like fucking insane. Yeah, yeah profit. 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 Uh-huh. So the way he got me into it was, you know, at, at my school, you know, we were, we were, it was it was a startup school. You know, it was a new school. We had students. We were doing, it was haircuts and stuff like that, color. And uh, we were to a point where we are bringing in about 50000 a month in revenue. But we were spending about 50000 a month to keep the business open. We had 21 employees and this and that. And yeah. I'm like, wait, how much money are you making, Alan? And Alan's like, how about 50000 a month? And I'm like, but you don't have any employees. You don't have an office. You don't have any overhead. You're keeping all that fifty Everything grand. For you. Yeah. And I'm like, something's wrong here. I got to get the <laughs> fuck out of this business that I'm in. And I got to do what Alan's doing because he's keeping all his money. And I'm spending all of it just to keep my fucking company going you know what i mean and so w- when i saw that i'm like okay if i'm going to do real estate i'm not going to do it with anybody else because of course i have other friends doing it i have uh you know when i went to the school i had people poaching me trying to recruit me to work for them other brokerages and i'm like no i'm not really trying to be a real estate agent i'm just trying to make some money i want to do what alan does you know he could have been cleaning up dog shit for a living if he's making the kind of money i'd be right there with him mm-hmm. you know and so when i looked at it i saw his system and, you know, we learned, well, Alan learned it from a guy named Dave Parker, mm-hmm. who's got an amazing team. Um, and Alan taught me. And then I learned a little bit from Dave. But when I saw what Alan was doing, I'm like, hey, I know how to do this. This is exactly what we do in our school. This is lead generation. Exactly. Right. And then the, 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 the training came along with me, shadowing Alan, you know, following him every day, you know, like being his shadow and just picking up everything that he did. And I didn't develop any bad habits because I didn't learn from anybody else. Exactly. You know, and so when I started doing it and it worked, I'm like, hey, we can do this for other people because there's a lot of agents who are struggling right now mm-hmm. and they just don't know the they system. They just don't know which way to start, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So you got to get going on that. We do. I know we yeah. talked about it. We talked about yeah. it. Yeah. But I think it's time, though. I uh, think it's time we, we, that we, we put it together. Yeah. And uh, we give the people what they want. Yeah. Yeah. It's time. I think if you did a sales course and if you just did that coaching and yeah. just... Do exactly what I'm doing. Dude, it's simple, it's like dude. literally you can go nationwide. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. We want to go nationwide, you know. Like we talked about UVO. We want us to, you know, we want to open up in Nevada. Nevada's very own. Mm-hmm. CVO, for California's very own. Just build, build, build. Yeah. It's going to happen. That's the one thing yep. that Alan and I, we, we created this interesting <laughs> dynamic between the two of us where Alan is, is such a driver. You know, he's so focused and he's able to um, pretty much achieve whatever goal he sets. Um, you know, I'm the same way in a different way. You know, Alan is very like, phew, like laser focus. 
I'm like huge and 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 Alan helps me laser focus, you know. Gotcha. So so Alan and I will we'll sit down and we'll have our brainstorming sessions and uh we'll be like, Hey, what should we do? What should we do here? How should we what should we do next? And then I'll throw out these random ideas because I'm thinking so broad and Alan's like, Oh, that will work. You know, and I'm like, okay, let's go with that one. And then and then and then we go and we execute. And that's the other thing is like people need to execute because you can give them a game plan all day. Mm-hmm. You can tell them what to do. But not everyone's going to have the, the, the focus and the drive to follow it. Focus and then mostly just taking action, man. Like, I have so many friends that saw my success story, let's say, when I knew them two years ago when we were just getting drunk every night, right? And it's like, they're still in the same position. And they ask me, like, every three or four months, it's like, man, I'm ready to take the leap. I'm like, let me know when 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 you actually want to get started. And then another four months passed. It's, it's, like, yeah, same story. it's like, oh, it's like, <laughs> if I could just, one piece of advice is just take action. Just get started, man. It's like, I'm not going to do it for you, but take action and do the first step, man. Yeah. That's what it. do you think the issue is with people not taking action? Do you think it's, they overthink everything? Do you feel like they need they, they need to uh, perfect it before they like yes. start it? Yes. They have one, to have all the answers? One thing is that they want to perfect everything. They want to know the trade before they start the company. True. And I... And I started backwards, right? So um, the other thing would be that they always have the excuse of that I don't have time. It's like because, yeah, maybe they have a family already or maybe they have a job, right? When I started, I I was broke and I didn't have a job, right? So that was my only route. It was that or go work at Amazon, and I I wasn't going to go work at Amazon, right? So for those guys that – that don't have time, you have to create that window when you're just bullshitting to when you start working at those four hours. Uh, that's the it. difference between a, a, a real entrepreneur and, like Mark Cuban says, a, a wantrepreneur. A wantrepreneur. I always talk about yeah. that, man. <clears throat> they, they, they always have an excuse, right? There's always something in the way. I have friends right now who have so much talent. I have one friend, and I'm not going to say shit because he's going to get mad if I call him out. But <laughs> well, this, all they do is talk. This dude has so much fucking talent when it comes to one thing. And I'm like, bro, you're posting about it constantly. You're such an amazing, like, you'd be so great if you started a business doing that. And there's always an excuse like, well, I have a full-time job. I have a family. Okay, cool. Again, I know you can find the time still having a family and a full-time job. But then they have the other obligations that they think come with having a family and a job. And this is where the sacrifice comes in. And if you're an entrepreneur, you won't sacrifice. If you're an entrepreneur, you'll fucking sacrifice. And that's the time with vacations and birthday parties Mm -hmm. and family reunions. And it's like every weekend you have a family friend who has a birthday or you don't have to go to all of those. You don't have to go to your sister or your girlfriend's brother's birthday. Like take those five hours and focus it on your business, right? On like. Just get like the LLC started. Once you get the LLC started and it's, and it's in your name, everything becomes real. And it's like just take that one step, man. Yeah. Just just get started. That's literally what I just want to teach everyone. Just just to get started. And I think that that's what the difference between me and 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 all of my other friends is like. I actually started, right? I had this same knowledge as them. We didn't know anything, but now it's been two years. And it's like. People can can assume that I know everything about it, which I probably don't. But at least I took the action into into starting with that first step. And yeah, man. So I feel like crazy. it's that it's that consistent action, consistently, consistently showing up, showing up to work. Yeah. Because yeah. the reality is, it's like you know, you call people, you call a hundred people today, you don't close the deal. What are you gonna do? Just be like, oh, this thing doesn't work. I can't sell concrete. I can't sell real estate, <clears throat> but you still show up day after day, week after week, after week, month after month. And you're like, oh, shit. Then you get the ball rolling. But too many people, mm-hmm. they want that. It's like going to the gym. Instant you know? thing. And that's something that I teach within our master program, you know, within Contractors Elite. It's like, OK, I want I want you to sign up with us, but mm-hmm. we're not going to do 30 days. We're going to do 90 days. And I do that gym thing where it's like, are you going to see results within 30 days or better results within 90 days? So. I don't want to promise anything within the first couple of weeks, but let's just try it for at least 90 days, mm-hmm. and I will guarantee your return of investment. Yeah. The funny thing That's is it. we pretty much have that same rule, 90 days. 90 days. Yeah. 90 days is what it typically yeah. takes a person to get the ball rolling. Yeah. Because usually that, that first month, they're they're in it, but they're not in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're pretending. They're like, yeah, I want to do this concrete thing or this real estate thing or whatever it might be. 
they're not actually putting the work in. And then typically you have that switch shortly after. I don't know if it's around month number one. I mean, after month one or two, et cetera. But I see that happen with all the new agents too. Yeah. Where in the beginning, they're, they're not showing up on time. They're not mm-hmm. prospecting. They're just goofing off. They're coming in late. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, how bad do you want it? Like, if you don't, exactly. get out. Like, like, really, how bad do you want it? Yep. Yeah. We, we, exactly. We've had <laughs> we had conversations with agents in the past that we've had to let go. And uh, I've talked to Alan about it, and we confronted a couple of, about this. And, and I told them, you know, when we have somebody start and we understand, Alan, I know it's going to take some, some dedication, sacrifice. You might have to be late on some bills. You know, you might have to tell collectors to get in line. I've done that in the past. Mm-hmm. Knowing that, hey, if I, if I do this and, and, I, and, I, and I follow the system, that the money will come. I just have to be consistent. And and we've had situations in the past where we had agents who are part-time, <clears throat> you know, and they're not full-time. And Alan and I know you can't be successful if you're part-time. you got to be full-time. Yeah. And early successful to, the, to what, we, what, we, what our version of successful is, right? And so we've talked to people where they're like, okay, I'm going to quit my job. And Alan and, I, Alan and I have sat back and said, well, does this person really have what it takes if they quit their job? Right. And that's what I think people need to ask themselves. Like if they are not, if they know they're not disciplined, if they know they, they, they can do it without having someone tell them to do it. If they have that self-discipline, that self-motivation to get the fuck up in the morning and do what they have to do, then, then they'll be good. And we have confidence in them to quit their job. Right. Mm -hmm. But if there's somebody that Al and I don't have confidence in, we, we, we told people in the past, like, Hey, we don't think you should quit your job. Yep. Because we don't want that on us. <laughs> like we told exactly, you, you know, exactly. yeah. we told you to quit your job. No, 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 no. We've gave you the opportunity to prove yourself in this much time. It's been months and months and months. And you still haven't produced something else is going on here, right? There's a lack of, uh, in, intention. There's a, a lack of effort. Maybe even like a lack of knowledge there too. Right. On this one, it was a lack of commitment. Yeah. That was know? the number one thing. Commitment. And, and, and Alan, I said this in the past, like, and, and this is for you to tell your contractors as well as like, you cannot be more committed to their success than they are exactly you know and and you can give them everything in the world all the tools i can give them all of the leads and and i can show them how to close but if they're not picking up the phone it's like we ran into that same issue early on where we were just being too too generous and like hey here take it like we uh, wanted it more for them than than they, they did, did. Yep. but it doesn't work like that yeah you know they got to want it just as bad yeah. and more and that's why every client is not your client right so it's like when i do my sales call it's like I want to partner up with somebody that's going to answer their phone. If not, then see ya, right? Yeah. Somebody that actually wants it. Somebody yeah. that wants to really be successful and that are going to get away from all of their old habits. So, I want to talk to you about getting the contractor's license. That's <laughs> 20, yeah. 25 hours? Dude, you should. <laughs> I'm going to grab my Perfect license. Perfect timing. We're doing a lot of flips now. <laughs> exactly. We're going to start developing quick, yeah. quick soon here. Yeah. I'm going to have to be grab my so license. As far as this... Um, uh, 25 hours it's like super simple you just have to go to a course for like three days and there's no test there's nothing you wow. just go and but it limits you to a certain trade so you do want to um, be able to be in that trade for at least two years to get your general's contractor's license which then now you can subcontract for everything except for electricians and plumbers those they have their own license, which those take like five years to get. Yeah, so. yeah. They go through like the journeyman process yeah, and, and yeah. that, yeah, yeah, apprentice. So, but yeah. as far as the contractors, like the general contractors where you can sub everything out, um, I think it's about two years. But yeah. once you get your um, specialty, then, you know, being being in business for two years, then you can jump onto your generals. General. Yeah. Oh, nice. Is that, is that what you're planning on doing? Um, I've gotten my generals since last year. No, because I expanded from just con- um, concrete to like fencing, sprinklers, um, um, just like different things. Yeah. But I really didn't want to dive into anything else like roofing or anything just because I knew that it was going to be like a learning process for me, too. So I was like, you know what, let me just stay in my lane. Let me just focus on what I know how to do and scale from there. Yeah. Dude, if it's working, keep doing it. Exactly. You know, yeah. do, 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 do what you're good at. Yeah. So we do, we do what we're, what we're good at. That's it. We stick to it. That's we just it. stick to it. Yeah. That's it. Houses. 
Houses yeah. and people, relationship building exactly. and communication. Exactly. That's, that's really it, bro. So, so, dude, thank you for coming today. I'm so happy we finally oh, met you. you. Man. Um, I'm sure we're going to pick up some golf soon. I saw your swing. It was fucking terrible. Oh, let's do that. <laughs> Mine, too. <laughs> Mine too, man. I go golfing like, let's say, once a year. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> you too. Yeah. I went last weekend and I'm like, fuck, I got I to gotta work on my game, man. Yeah, yeah, we suck. Um, but let's give you a plug for your business, okay. man. So so your concrete company is, is next level or level, what is it, level it's up? Level up concrete and landscape on uh, in uh, Instagram and Facebook. The website's Level Up Concrete Utah. And then um, the whole uh, teaching other people how to become contractors or scale your business, it's contractorselite.pro. Okay. Perfect, man. Well, dude, thanks again for having uh, for coming on. Alan, thanks no, for coming thank in today. Um, thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you in the next one. I need to know everything. Who in the what and the where I need everything. Trust me, I hear what you're saying, but I like it's new what you're telling me. I'm curious, George. I hop in the Porsche. five and a horse. I'm ready for